Dave Wilson joins us right now with his chart of the day. David. It's all about surviving, Corey, and that's certainly what uh, the home building stocks have been doing. It was uh, interesting to see the reaction last week when you had the House Republican leaders come out and talk about limiting mortgage interest deductions as part of their tax plan. Now, it's rather predictable that these stocks would suffer. But bear in mind, I mean, the idea that they would even do anything, you know, to uh, perhaps slow the uh, housing industry. I mean, unimaginable a decade ago when you had the uh, bubble years and then things fell apart. So, you know, a lot has happened since then. You've had a slow and steady recovery. And if you look at these shares, they really have built some momentum this year. And even the declines that we saw in response to the tax plan didn't do that much to change things. I focus in on a home builder index that encompasses the S&P 500, uh, as well as gauges of smaller companies, the uh, mid cap 400 and the small cap 600. So you get the full range of uh, home builders in S&P's indexes. And this indicator has been up as much as 60% this year and set an 11 and a half year high. Now, it's given back a little bit, but at the same time, it, you know, if you look at it today, it's still one of the five best performers out of 145 industry groups in this broader index, what they call the S&P 1500. It really is. You know, it goes to show you, you know, that, I mean, the housing industry is in much better position to deal with whatever might get doled out in terms of changes in the tax law. And that's really the point. If you want to know more, folks, send me an email. I'll get you the chart, the explanation that goes with it, and everything I do going forward. The email address is dwilson at bloomberg.net. That's dwilson at bloomberg.net. That's why we love Chart of the Day. Thank you so much, Dave. Bloomberg Stocks columnist Dave Wilson with his Chart of the Day. I want to switch gears a little bit and talk about subprime auto loans. Interesting story caught our attention on this Monday, and it talks about how the American South is being hit the hardest by some of those high rates. Uh, let's uh, break it down with Adam Temkin. He's credit markets reporter at Bloomberg News in our Bloomberg 1130 studio. Hello. Hi, how are you? I'm doing okay. Tell me what's going on. Sure. You know, it's funny. This data just came out for the first time. You looked at subprime auto bonds. They never had to disclose the data, the issuers. Now they do, starting late last year. Why the change? Well, basically because subprime delinquencies are increasing. Uh, even S&P, you know, who rates them, is saying, you know, recoveries are going lower, losses going higher. And this is continuing. Um, so people want more information about what's government exactly said, going yeah, on. You have to disclose the loan-level data. So this is new. We're just looking at it. You know, team here at Bloomberg looked at some of the data from recent deals, recent subprime auto bonds. We're seeing uh, many different factors. It may take time to even get more information. Maybe five years down the road, you'll see more trends. But, uh, you know, you're, yeah. you're seeing the highest interest rates in the South, you know, and credit. Credit score and credit is a big factor here, but it might not be the only one. All right, so you got the regional data about where credit is worse right. and where credit might not be, you know, uh, uh, whatever, com uh, compared to the rest of the country. But what do we know about issuance? I think there's a line in your story that said there are more of these loans being issued. What we've heard from some of the banks is that there are less of these loans being issued. Uh, I think Jamie Diamond had some specific comments about subprime auto. Basically, the banks are beginning to cut back. They've always been among the more conservative lenders. But over the last only two to three years, you've seen these non-bank lenders um, often 
backed by private equity money. You mean Ex- guys with pinky rings standing at the, yeah, near the car you, you lot? Got it, exactly. Yeah. You know, the Exeter, Scopus, these, you know, these companies that, and they do deep subprime and they use securitization specifically. They have auto bonds to finance themselves. I've seen and this movie So they're selling off stream. Right. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> so, well, yeah, we should get to that too. But, but, all right, so just, but the answer to my question is, are more or fewer of these subprime loans being written now than they were two years ago? It's actually this year, for the first time, decreased slightly. How much? It decreased slightly. So basically, um, this year is about, well, I don't know, it's going to be about $130 billion of subprime. It's actually, you know, that's not that's not that much. That's a yearly figure, um, basically. Where was it three or four years ago? Ballpark. Oh, you know, basically, it was about $160, $170 billion. So it's gone down a little okay. bit. Yeah. That's uh, the amount a, a year or two ago, but maybe five years ago, it was, it was lower. Uh, a little bit lower. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So, okay, uh, this is what I like to do. Our audience is listening. What do we need to care about? Or what do we need to be kind of cognizant of? Well, here's the thing. You know, um, it's bad for borrowers, bad for lenders. Lenders like GM Financial and Santander, they've had to put uh, more loan loss provisions aside for credit Mm -hmm. losses. And then you have your borrower. You have borrowers that have low credit scores. They're already overstretched. And, um, you know, you have two sides of this. You have the borrower side, and then you have the bonds. And, you know, the Rating agencies, we've heard this before, they say the bonds are protected. That's what they've been saying every year. Again, you know, I've, they, I've seen this movie before. Right. They, they're enhanced and they're protected. And that may be true, yeah. but some people are doubting that. Uh, there's been some voices in the market recently um, saying that it, it might not be as well protected as we think, these subprime bonds. Well, it's a favorite story of Corey's. I, well, I just think, yeah. you know, what's... The, the car builders are really important to the economy more than anybody else, I think, is an important story. Great stuff. Glad you have it. 